And now, with thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue at Loan, building or renovating, they work with you to create a bespoke lighting plan for your home. Brightideas.ie. He's got one or two loose screws, he smells of paint and wood glue, he might electrocute you, Bright Clunens DIY. He hasn't brought his spade in, he's here today with Aiden, so now it's time to fade in, Brian Clunens DIY. <laughs> That's very good. Isn't it? He's on That's the ball. Very good. Wow. Very Halloweeny. Very Halloweeny. Like Mr. Yeah. Adam's family himself. Wow. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't mind. He's doing it when you and I are here. When really the scariest, the scariest looking individual around the place is is Will, and he's not here today. <laughs> That's true. I'm you sure. remember the old joke? You know, are you doing anything for Halloween? And and if somebody said no, and he said, "Well, can I borrow your face as a mask?" <laughs> as, that would apply to Will. You know, I that was the old him. kids. That was the old kids one. Yeah. You were very cruel in your school, obviously. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. You're Thank welcome you very much. Good yeah. to be here. And uh, it's lashing rain out there, is it? It's horrible. It's horrible. absolutely horrible. But you look, it's not as bad as as ye media types add on. It's, it's never as bad as... Well, sorry, I shouldn't say never. But it's not nice. Mm. But it's not awful, awful, awful. It's just... Wear a, wear a decent coat. To say the only, thing worse than the, the only thing worse than the weather is the weather forecast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> anyway, uh, talking about all this bad weather, of course, uh, leaky roofs uh, and particularly flat roofs cause a problem at this time of year. And people only discover it yeah. when you get these thundery downpours. That's right. Moment, yeah. um, and I often quote, um, and it doesn't really apply anymore. It did back in the day because nowadays there's such... There are better roofs out there. But I was in the shop one in our own shop one day and there was a lady in and she had a leak she had a flat roof which yeah. was leaking. Uh, not uncommon. And uh there was a guy there and he said, Well, Mrs. you know, which was the, the, the you knew straight away he was an old timer. <laughs> I'll tell you now, Mrs. I did construction studies. And you wouldn't have thought this fellow was you thought he was too old to have done construction studies. But um he said, our teacher used to always say, in Ireland, there's two types of flat roof. Ones that leak and ones that are going to leak. Oh, and that was it. But now, look, it has changed. You know, they, they have become better. But look, we always just say, if you've a, a leak in a, in a roof, the biggest problem is finding out where the water is coming in. Now, that I'm seems... above. Yeah, because the problem is... Water goes to the lowest point. So we would have someone come into the shop and they say, I have a leak in the flat roof or a roof, wherever it is. And they say, I know exactly where it's coming in. And what they mean is they know exactly where it's coming in to the house, right. not where it's coming into the roof. Because a f- water runs to the lowest point. And it's actually very unusual to have the water coming in where it's coming in, right. if that makes yeah, sense. To, so yeah. it's it's unusual to have it coming it coming into the roof where it's coming into the house because it travels okay. and it can travel quite a circuitous route before it actually comes makes it, to makes the drip, 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 exactly, drip. Yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you need to get up, not today. You need to get up and you know have a good look at the roof and see a good close visual inspection and see where it's coming in and then seal it there. And um, in terms of sealing it, what, what's the latest stuff on it? Well, the latest stuff, if, if you know where it is, the latest stuff is there's various different brands of things like, the only one I can think of to mind that comes to mind is Evercryl. It's, a, it's an acrylic, it's a thing you brush on. It's quite like thick. Like a paint. Like paint it's like a paint, yeah. but it's much thicker than paint. Yeah. Um, it, not as thick that you need a trowel. 
you do use a brush but one of the great things about it is it will stick to a damp surface which means if you want to get up on the roof today and if you do identify the problem today you can do it today if if absolutely needs be and it'll stick to every surface and it's very flexible so it's not like the old tower of years ago which A didn't stick so the bitumen didn't stick to a wet surface so you had to wait for dry weather to mm. apply it and then the problem was one bit of sun and it all became all cracked in right. the sun and therefore the whole process started again um, look long term you should probably look if it's an old felt roof you should look at redoing it but short term put on the likes of Evercrill and at least it will it will get you over the winter it will get you over this winter and then you look at the bigger picture in the long term the other thing just to always consider is is flashing so lead flashing that, yeah, where the yeah. chimney meets the roof yeah. exactly so lead flashing uh, still used and I don't think they've come up with anything mm. better um, but lead flashing again with age can get cracked um, you know it can get like it's, we'll, it's like we'll falter, yeah. like we'll <laughs> falter, get a little bit cracked. Yes, um, but also it can lift a little bit of the edges. So again, I, n- not everything sticks to lead. Lead is a hard. It's it's difficult. Like Will Faulkner, it's difficult to work with. God. So um, you, the, but the Evercrill and those type of things do actually stick. But if it's a if it's a lead flashing issue, again, it's a short term. Ideally, you're going to be replacing it long term. But again, if you do it now, you'll get the winter out of it and then you should look at it in the summer. So uh, look at, at, is it cracked? Is it, is it lifted away? So if you can imagine, obviously, it's water running down. But sometimes, if you look at, say, the flashing around the chimney, obviously the water mostly is most likely to come in running, if you want to visualise it, running down the chimney and into the lead where the lead is lifted a little bit. But also what can happen is it can be lifted at the bottom bit, which you'd imagine the water would just run over. Yeah. But if the wind is blowing a particular direction. Blows so sometimes you get people who say, you know, we only get a leak on a windy four day. times a year. Yeah. And it's on a windy day when it's blowing from the northeast or the west or whatever it is because the wind is blowing from that particular direction and blowing it's blowing the water up, up. the flashing right. and then coming down into the house good lord okay. but as always if you have if you or someone belonging to you or you're employing someone to do work on a roof make sure they know what they're doing that they're safe you know, they're insured they're insured most important they're insured <laughs> either by you or with their own insurance. Right. But make sure of that. I know. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But lots, I say, are there many flat surfaces now when people are putting houses now because they, they were problematic? Is it porches? Where do you see them? Oh, no. I mean, there are brand new houses being built with flat roofs. Yeah. That's why I say they have improved so much and the technology and what's out there. Uh, I was looking at a stunning house and it looks like a Georgian house, but it has a flat roof. Okay because that would have been done at the time. I was looking at um, who, oh, I know who it was. <laughs> the man that never got called, I think I mentioned this before, but the man that never got called out in school, Alistair Darling. Oh. Alistair Darling's house, they, they, some activists dropped drapes down over the house and he's this oh, yeah. fabulous Georgian house, but it has a flat roof. Okay. Now, it's a flat roof from, it looks like, hundred years ago, so it may well have problems. Although he can, he has the money now I to do say, it. I'm sure he's, he's okay. I'm right. sure he's fine. Yeah, I always reckon. You know, in 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 um, the public schools, which are really the private schools in the UK, um, they always only use the surname. So it would have been Barry. What's the capital of Clunan? <laughs> you know what? 
but I wonder how many times yeah, the teacher say, was we'll comfortable say, saying, Alistair. "No, darling, what's the?" <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I, I just, yeah, I'd you, say, you he, I'd say point. he went through five years without ever being called out. I think in Blackadder, you know, your man Blackadder. Yes. Yeah, I think there was a, wasn't there a Captain Darling? Oh, right, that's right. Call him Darling. Dar- yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Okay, definitely time for a break, Darling. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Fixit on Midlands 183 with Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue, Athlone. Official stockists of Laura Ashley Lighting and Mirrors. See our dedicated Laura Ashley boutique in store. Brightideas.ie. Now, it's uh, Mr. Fixit time here. from uh, Brian Clunan from Clunan's Hardware in William Street, Tullamore, is with us in studio. If you'd like to contact the programme, by the way, it's 083 30 10 103. That'll get us on text or WhatsApp. Brian, we're going to go to some of the messages that came in. Uh, there was one that's here um, that came in actually very early this morning. They were very anxious to get you. Uh, <laughs> can you ask, Brian, we sometimes have a smell of uh, sewerage in our bathroom. Seems to come from the bath. I cleaned out the waste trap to make sure it's not blocked, but still now and again get this smell. Any ideas? Yeah, it's a horrible smell. Um, I suppose two is it things. Sewerage, first of all, is it? Sewerage is a very distinctive. It's a horrible, horrible smell. Um, it's very different from you know the dead mouse. It's very different. It's it's if you sewerage, you will know. If you ever you've smelled it coming up, you will know. It's not like a st- you know stank water or something like that. It's not it's, like it's, a, it's, it's it is, but it's much worse. Right. Um, and the most likely thing, if it's only happening occasionally, you possibly have a partial blockage in in your pipe, right. in the in the sewage pipe, that from the bath. If you feel it's coming from the bath, the very first thing I would always do is every washing every wash and basin, every kitchen sink, every bath has an overflow on it. So if Aidan's on the phone and the, the uh, sorry, Aidan's wa- doing the wash up. All He's right. never done it, I know. No, I know. But if you were ever doing the wash up and you turn on the tap to fill the sink and the front doorbell goes or the phone goes and you answer it and you leave the tap running, instead of overflowing all over the kitchen floor, it goes in out the overflow. And the overflow is up very high in the sink. We all have them. Oh, yeah. That little overflow. And over time, you can get a build-up of stuff there. And because it, it only occasionally gets wet, um, it can get, over a long period of time, you can get a build-up there, and it can, can become quite smelly. So I would always say, put in a bit of bleach into the overflow and into the plug hole, and just leave it overnight. Um, and just see, does that make any difference? Um the next thing then is you could have a partial blockage. So if you have a partial blockage in a pipe, what happens is the water backs up a little bit and then it runs out in in a hurry okay. and it takes all the water out of the trap. It happens sometimes in toilets and this anybody who's ever had this happen will know the smell of sewerage is outrageous. Right. It's where somebody puts a lot of toilet paper down the toilet and flushes it and it it kind of backs up and then carries away in a big blockage and it empties out the trap. And the trap is the, is the trap that traps water that stops the smell of sewage. If you had no water in your trap, there's a horrible smell of sewage. And equally well, we would get a thing in the shop where someone would come in and they'll say, I tell you now, there's an awful smell in an ensuite at home. And I'll say to them, it's sewage. And I'll say, is it an ensuite in a spare bedroom that never gets used. And they kind of look at you as if you're Keith Barry, you know, that you've managed to read their mind and know this. And the reason is very simple. If the water evaporates out of the trap over a period of time, then the smell of sewerage is wicked. So 
you have to have water in the trap. If you have no water in the trap, you have a smell of sewerage. So it could well be that. Okay. And most likely is that. And last of all, if you can imagine picking up two bottles of water and putting them end, the, the, the bottom of the, the bottle together. Okay. So now those bottles are meeting perfectly. Um, if you were to tilt up slightly, there'd be a little opening at the top. The, the two bottles would not be, they'd be meeting perfectly at the bottom and at the sides, but they wouldn't be meeting at the top. Okay. And what can happen with a waste pipe is if for any reason the pipe has fractured or the join has come apart, the water is all running along the bottom of the pipe not under huge pressure and that means the water can flow without a leak but the smell can get out. But that would be there continually and I don't think it's that. I think it's most likely um, a partial blockage in the pipe. Okay. So just use a drainer blocker and leave it overnight. Either the very strong one which you only leave for a couple of hours or the, the less strong, the more normal one which you leave all night and then you flush with plenty of water and that should get rid of the problem. What's that drain on blocking for the strong one called? The strong one is... Is that the just, one from Offaly? No? No, no. no. The, the strong one is a drain asset it's called and it's very, it's brilliant. It's the only one that does hair. So if you find, this, if this bath also has a shower in it that's used quite a lot, it could be a build-up of hair and that is a real problem. Then you use the asset but be very, very careful. And you know, eight times out of ten, the less strong one, the, the caustic soda, sodium hydroxide one, it will we'll will clear it. will clear it. Yeah. And it's all about leaving it overnight and then plenty of water, not just turn on the tap, a volume of water, a bucket of water, a half a bath, you know, a pressure of water to flush everything away. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, moving away from the bath, and uh, we were talking last week about uh, all those bugs coming all the way from France. Uh, here's somebody else who's got an issue with moths. Hi, Brian. How do you get rid of moths who are eating holes in clothes in the wardrobe? Oh, no. It's terrible. And, you know, they, people imagine that they, they have purposely, these moths have made a decision. <laughs> they, they search through your wardrobe for the most expensive items oh, you God. have. So in choice, in order of choice, right, they go for linen. Number one, you know, if, if, it's a, if this is a self-service display. <laughs> and a deli counter. It's a deli counter and you say, what will I have? They always go for linen first. Um, and then they like silk, they like uh, cotton, but it's the more expensive the fabric, it seems to be. Angora wool, oh my God. You know, sure. they like wool, they like all the natural fabrics. They've no interest in, you see that all, see that polyester top? Yeah. You're, you're perfectly safe. They are not <laughs> going right. anywhere near your polyester top. <laughs> um, but this is the problem. They, they go for the expensive stuff. So what do you do? I suppose you have a few options. Um, there are various uh, hanging moth killers make sure you get the moth killer unfortunately you're going to kill them as opposed to try and deter them okay. so like cedar oil balls great for moving them but it just moves them from you know that Eight point feet. there yeah. to, to, to two feet away so um, depending on the size of the wardrobe the little hangers are good the 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 new mothball, the old mothball is gone. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with the smell no. of the old mothball. Oh my God, it was horrible. It killed moths, but it, it, it would also move everyone out of the house. I mean, we had a lady used to sit in front of us in mass and the smell of mothballs off her clothes and there used to be a fight over, no, I don't want to sit here. <laughs> and uh, you get in trouble for saying it out loud, you, you know, and so on. But um, 
And if it's a big wardrobe, if it's a walk-in wardrobe, what you would do is uh, put in one of the bunk bombs. We spoke about the bunk bombs for the fleas or the flies or the whatever. You can put in a bunk bomb. It'll kill everything that's there. Just make sure if you use a bunk bomb or if you, if whatever you're using, try and take out all the polyester. Uh, in other words, make room. The problem is if you've, you know, 17 cotton shirts hanging together, mm. it's very hard for the vapour to get everywhere whereas if you take out everything you can or even if you wanted to take out yeah take out everything that's not natural fabric and leave a space as best you can and then put in your bug bomb or put in your hanging your hanging moth killers into it or the moth balls into the wardrobe but take out everything that and just move it out for the moment to allow the vapours to get everywhere Right. What did you? What um, name had you on the bug bombs last week? What? Uh, uh, the most popular one is Forty Forty Fog, F O R T E F O G. But there are different brands out there. All right. Okay. And roughly cost. Oh, eight, to do eight nine euro. A, uh, a the small one is, yeah, eight, and the big one is twelve. All so right. you better actually go for the big one because there's so little difference in the money, and it's so much. It's four times more powerful. Somebody was on to us, Brian, about smells. This is an interesting one. Um, it was to do with... Uh, God, where did that disappear to now all of a sudden? Uh, but it was somebody who had a smell in their bathroom for a long time, okay. going on for a year or two. Um, they then replaced a the light bulb. Oh, no, the light fitting. Light yeah, fitting. yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. That's it, sorry. Actually, when people talk about smells, I normally reference that. But there was two reasons it didn't. One was they said it was from the bath and it was a sewerage smell. So the smell of Bakelite that has not aged well is exactly like the smell of a dead mouse. And I've been caught with this twice, personally. The first one, I didn't know anything about it and I found out the hard way. The second time, I stupidly forgot all about it (laughs) and went searching for the dead mouse and moved every stick of furniture in the room and then had... <laughs> a light bulb a light moment, bulb moment. Yeah. I like it. and remembered my experience from from years before. So it it can happen with two types. It can happen with the the white ball, you know, the football yeah. that the globe that's on the ceiling in the bathroom. But it can also hang have with your traditional old fashioned little bulb holder that hangs down from a white cord. And if you look at those, they're always rated. Now, it doesn't apply so much anymore because we all use LED bulbs, but it very often happened that the bulb was rated for a 60 watt and somebody had in a 75 or 100 right. and the heat over time then created this thing where it smells just like a dead mouse. Oh and now I mean, I would walk into a room and if somebody, I would know by the smell yeah. if that sewerage, if it was a dead mouse, but I, I could never differentiate between the smell of a dead mouse and a light, and, and, light this, and this Bakelite, this gone off Bakelite. So I don't think it is, but... To say typical when when we when I lived in a, not the house we're in now I lived out in Killy and the smell was there. This is when it first happened, and we remember we were going away for a weekend and we left all the windows open. It was in our bedroom. We left all the windows open and came home. Smell was gone. That was great. Closed the windows. Still not there. Unpacking the clothes that night. What do you do at night? You turn on the lights. The smell was back. Oh so it was it, the smell only comes. When the light, light is on, because then you have the heat. The heat, the heat of the, exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, we're not escaping all these smells and all these toilets. No, he's he's back. I think he's back next week. <laughs> 
Speaking of bad smells, he's back next is week. This, yes. Is next week the third week? It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see, you, I see what you did there with the Midlands expression. Yeah, T-U-R-D. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, hi, Brian. I can't get the yellow stains off the bottom of the toilet bowl. Do you have any solutions, please? Yeah, so the, there are various different things, but the, probably the best one for that is a thing called Scalex Toilet Descaler. And the reason it works so well is you leave it in all night. So you just pour half a bottle or a third of a bottle into the bowl, leave it all night, and I don't care how bad it is, it will clean it. So the reason being, it leaves it, no matter what's there, when you get up in the morning and flush, flush it, the stain will still be there, but it's as soft as butter. So you take the toilet brush to it, give it a scrub, flush again, it's gone. It doesn't matter how bad it is, how long it's been there. I used it in a, in a friend's house and the house was 200 years old and it looked like the black hole of Calcutta. <laughs> oh God, so there was no, there was, there was lime in the water, there was copper in the, or, um, copper in the water, yeah. And uh, it was a green, it was a dark, dark green Oh my God! And okay. it left it. I actually went to a house party in the house, having having seen it while delivering something there two weeks previously. And we were invited back to a, a, a garden party, and um, I brought two bottles with me. I brought a very nice bottle of red wine, and a very nice bottle of Scalex toilet scaler to the party. <laughs> and, it, and it left it absolutely spotless. And by the way, the other thing, just when I think of, I know it's completely off, but I just want to say because. Honest to God, I'd say we have this conversation in the shop at this time of the year all five times a day. If you're asleep at night, if you're in your bedroom, not asleep, but if you're in your bedroom and it sounds like somebody has gotten a garden rake and is scratching the attic floor with a garden rake, it's not a rat. It's a mouse. A mouse. It's always a mouse. It's it never just sounds like you've got horses in the attic. Exactly. Yeah. So if it sounds like somebody has those spring-sprung garden rakes going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, even though it's so loud, even though the volume is incredible, even though you would say there's no way a little mouse could make all that noise, it reverberates through the house, house. and it's always a mouse. mouse. Good. That's good to hear. Um, somebody's saying here with the tongue in cheek, Maura, I hope you know Maura, I didn't think Brian would have a problem with hair blocking anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I do not. I do not contribute to the blockage in the in the pipes at home, I have to say. Uh, no, I, I, it's been a long, well now, once upon a time, you have a fine head of hair. I have indeed. I, I went to a school reunion uh, two years ago and, um, you know, I haven't seen, I hadn't seen most of them for, for 40 years 60 odd people 70 people there I genuinely I don't think I'd met 5 of them in 40 years and uh, you're wearing name badges and people are looking at some of them you'd know straight away the minute you see ah Paul Cullen you know no one recognised me but when they'd look at the badge they went so they looked at the name and then it was straight up to my hairline because when I went to school I had a big mop of curly dark hair and it was just I, I, I should have actually taken a video of it because if you put them all in a line it was straight from the name tag up to the headline straight oh away God. Yeah. so once upon a time I, I did contribute successfully to the block pipes in our houses uh, someone's asking the question we kind of answered this already what thing would you use instead of the mop balls for the clothes so we're talking about a bug bug bomb so the bug bomb if it's a big walk a big wardrobe or else the the hanging the they, they come in sachets they come in strips they come in things you hang from the rail it really depends on the style of the wardrobe maybe a combination of both but they all contain a moth killer permethrin or terapermethrin that's what you want you want a, a moth killer as opposed to just a moth 
deterrer. And there's somebody else talking about moths here as well. What about C-I-T-R-E-L-L-I-L-A? Citronella, is it? Yes. Citronella. So citronella is a repeller. It doesn't kill them. Okay. It does repel them. But the problem is, that's fine if you have... Like citronella is brilliant to use out on your patio. If you're sitting down in the evening and you don't want flies annoying you, you use the citronella dispenser or the citronella candle. Absolutely great because you're sitting there and the flies come near you and they smell the citronella and they go away. But the problem is in the house. The moth is now in the house. He's just going to go from point A to point B. You're not going to get rid of him. And you're not going to get rid of him from the house. Okay, drastic action required, basically. Yeah. Brian, we've got to leave it there where the clock is against us. That's Brian Clunan. You can find him at Clunan's Hardware, William Street, Tullamore. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Aidan. Okay, that's great.